Don't forget, five-minute professor at the top of the hour. No shot, doctor, today. He's got something else he's up to. Time right now to talk to Scott Maxwell. Mr. Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Hello, Mr. Maxwell. How are you doing today, Jim? I'm doing okay. Before I get to uh, your column today, what's the, you know, I don't understand. Did we get... Uh, hoodwinked when it comes to this facial recognition thing that OPD uh, is working up with Amazon? Because now it's back on. Yeah, I didn't really think it. You may remember we were talking about this. I, I didn't really think it was going away. Oh, I thought it was. I thought the city council said, man, we're not going to continue with this. It's. Uh, I thought they got too much blowback and were worried about a lawsuit from the ACLU because OPD, first of all, uh, they kept it secret. Then they talked to you. Then they lied to you. Then I was making a stink about it because I didn't like the idea they kept it secret. Then I thought the mayor and city council said, let's put this on the shelf for a while. And OPD agreed. Now OPD says, oh, no, we're going to continue investigating this uh, facial recognition system with Amazon. Actually, I think you just did a pretty good job recapping what happened. Thank you. Well, very good. Uh, I'll yeah. be here all week. Which is which is a, a nutty way to do it, and and I I would think uh, it was a it was an incredibly botched rollout. I mean, it was it wasn't like it wasn't like I got bad info from some PIO. I was sitting with the chief of police. Right. It's like, well, yeah. Let me tell you, there's not a single camera using this technician uh, except in our offices. And the next day, he's like, ooh, ah, yes. It turns out nearly half of them are actually outside of uh, the streets of downtown Orlando. So I will tell you this. I will tell you this, and you may remember when uh, I had mentioned to you when I told the mayor uh, personally, I said, I just got to tell you, I think you guys botched this uh, coming and going in every other way you could. And in an unusual uh, moment of candor, he said, I think that's a fair shot you're taking at us. So uh, to give him credit, it, I kind of think what they're doing is they're starting over. And, and they at least had this public thing, which is what they should have done to begin with. Now, they still didn't give it all the notice they should have. They should have given people time to come up. But, but now they got the council talking about it, and, they're, and they're, yes, they're back to a trial. It's still just eight cameras. It's supposedly just got uh, – I think it's eight cameras – a handful of officers whose face they're basically seeing if they can track them. But, yes, it is back on. China uses uh, facial recognition. Literally yep. every person in China is now being surveilled by facial recognition. Even if they jaywalk, they will be able to identify that person immediately. And they have monitors in and around the major cities in China. And they will put your face up there with your name. Shame you. To, yeah. to shame you because you are a jaywalker, among other things. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if we want to go that far. Well, maybe. No, and i got to tell you, I don't think I'd, I'd feel all that shame. In fact, I'd like to... I think I'd have kind of a smirk on my face in that picture, uh, saying, yeah, if this, is, this is this if this is the worst you got on me, bring it on. Let me talk to you about your columns today. Your columns today, uh, once again, you're writing about uh, the system that we have in the state of Florida for people to be, what it was, uh, to get their civil rights back, to get their voting rights back if they're convicted felons. The way it is right now, it's this long, involved, multi-year process for people who pay their dues to get their civil rights back. I think there's something on the ballot this fall that might straighten that out. But you're talking about the CFO for the state of Florida. And give us the story for this. This is the chief yeah. financial officer for the state of Florida. Yeah, so in, in, in 47 states in America, that's that's most of this country, as, as, as I'm sure your listeners mm -hmm. know, when you uh, are convicted of something and you have paid your debt to society, you get your rights back. You're allowed to uh, do everything else anybody else can, because that's the whole point of paying your debt to society. Florida is one of only three states where if you are convicted of a felony, and that, that does not, we're not talking just murder or, or something like that. We're talking it can be a 
bum check for $162 or possession of a pot plant or driving with a suspended license. We're one of three states where if you're convicted of one of those felonies, you lose your civil rights for life. You lose your ability to vote. You lose your ability to serve on a jury, your ability to run for office, your ability to own a firearm for the rest of your life unless you get personal permission from the governor of the state of Florida mm-hmm. and the rest of the cabinet. Now, the cabinet, as you mentioned, includes the CFO and the agriculture commissioner. Why the hell the agriculture commissioner is, for instance, weighing in on whether so every one and a half million people should get their rights back, I don't know. That's just one of many whacked out things about our system. But yeah, once every three months, these four people get together and they hear the cases of the people who want their rights back. You said it takes multi-years. That is, that is uh, understatement. It. At the average wait for people who have completely finished their sentence, I yep. mean they've done their probation, they've paid restitution, they're done with jail, everything, is 14 years after they have completed everything. They get to go before these people, and then basically they have to grovel. And the governor and the CFO and the attorney general and the ag commissioner can ask them any questions they want. And part of the reason where I'm writing about it, they got some attention from this last hearing, is uh, the CFO, when this one uh, black fella gets up there, he starts asking, yeah, yeah, I'm just wondering, uh, how many different women have you had kids with? Had nothing to do with anything else. Uh, and then the CFO asks another guy who wants his uh, rights restored so he can go hunting with his uh, wife. He goes, yeah, I want to know, how often do you go into church? <laughs> and, and, and what does is, what is any of that have to do with anything? So if we got, but, but the point is, this is the arbitrary nature of right. these things. We had, we had one guy, and the, the judge who, over, who said the Florida system is screwed up uh, noted that one guy went before the board, and he was, his crime was illegal voting. Okay, so and once again, not a, a, a huge deal, but illegal voting. While he's before Rick Scott, this guy makes a point of saying, hey, governor, for what, not for nothing, but when I was casting an illegal vote, I was trying to vote for you. <laughs> they, go, they go, yuck, 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 and then they give that guy his, votes, his rights back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is what we're down to. You, if you can yeah. pander, another woman says, I found Christ, and, and good for her, uh, yeah, right. and, and boom, she gets her stuff back. So depending on what you say, I'm telling you, say you found Jesus. What is the, uh, what is the uh, referendum in the fall? Do you know essentially what, what yeah. would do, essentially shorten the process for restoring civil rights? Yes, it would. It would basically bring us in line with the 47 other states in right. America, just as it pertains to voting rights, just okay. as it doesn't deal with firearms or anything like this. And it excludes the uh, most violent felons, which I'm not even sure it should, because if you paid a debt, you paid a debt, but because they want it to pass. Uh, it excludes those people. And what it basically says is if people are convicted of felonies, uh, once they have paid all of their debt to society, once they go, we're not just talking, uh, they're, se- they're serving their sentence. They have to pay restitution. They have to finish probation. And any terms of their condition, they automatically get their rights back. That will be Amendment 4 on the ballot this fall. It requires 60 uh, percent to, uh, to pass. I believe that when people are under explain this thing and when they understand it, they, they agree with it. However, I think there's a lot of people who just go felons are bad and uh, I don't like it. And this is one of those privileged things. It's not a problem because it's not a problem to me personally. Uh, so I'm not sure whether I expect this to pass. You know, uh, let me move on. i got a couple of minutes, but yep. it's, he's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. As soon as you <laughs> think he's gone for a while, he rises from the swamp. And I'm talking about Chris Dorworth, <laughs> who's, uh, I don't know whether he's, a, a, I don't know what he is. 
But Chris Dorworth, and you can remind the audience about some of the history of Chris Dorworth, but he makes a presentation yesterday because he wants to, I guess he's representing a developer who wants to develop property, hundreds of homes and apartments and, uh, and a shopping district and this and that east of the Econ in Seminole County, which has been regarded by so many people for years as rural. Let's keep it rural. Chris Dorworth representing, I don't know who, who says, ah, forget that. Even if they voted for it, we want permission to develop on that side of the Econ. What? Really? I thought he had disappeared. No, no, no. So, yeah, well, who is he? You asked me to say, yeah, he was a legislator. He was uh, super power hungry. He started lobbying to be Speaker of the House, the third uh, or second most powerful position in the state of Florida, early in his tenure before he even knew what he was doing, and got all his peers to designate him Speaker. Uh, he was set to be the next Speaker of the House. Uh, but then there were some people namely me, who started writing about uh, what a no-good Nick he was, basically. Uh-huh. He was he was skipping out on all his, all his tolls. Uh, the, the state, which he's, by the way, running, was like threatening to take his license away. He got his house foreclosed on. This is a guy, which, by the way, I got no problem. I understand people have uh, monetary problems, but you don't get to be in charge of an $80 billion budget when you can't pay your own mortgage bills. Right. He got his house foreclosed on. There was one thing after another. Uh, he got caught uh, taking uh, using his, I think it was campaign committee or political committee money, and he actually got bumped tossed out of his office on, uh, on his keister by the residents of Seminole County in a district that was widely, I mean, completely gerrymandered for him to win. I mean, Seminole people said, Phew, you know, we're, we're done with you. He made a second career as a lobbyist, and uh, in this case, he is working on a development. I haven't really written uh, anything about it because so far – Everybody seems ready to reject it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the uh, the environmentalists are opposed to it. The residents are opposed to it. And the staff, which is what the paper, uh, Martin Comas of our paper wrote, the, the Seminole County staff said, oh, my, this is a this is a bad idea every way. I, I suppose if Seminole County commissioners decide to grant it to him, uh, maybe I'd get more involved. But, uh, yeah, it's a it's a largely pristine area. Uh, it's uh, over on, on that part of the uh, – on the eastern part of Seminole County. But even if you don't care about the environment, let's say you just want to throw toxins right into the river, which I'm not saying this would do, but if you don't care about the environment, if the issue is sprawl. And if you get roads and you have schools and you have police and all these things that they're going to need to it, somebody has to pay for it. And right. that's what the county report says. It says, well, taxpayers are going to have to pay for that. Growth does not pay for itself. So we'll see what happens if they do it. But right now, I haven't seen anybody except the developers who are jazzed up. Wasn't Dorworth one of the biggest water abusers in Seminole County for a while, didn't they? Water wasters. Yeah, water wasters. We did. I think we did that. Yes, Kevin Spear had done that story uh, of the people who used the most in a uh, month, yeah. And then there was a photograph, I think, that your paper ran of Dorworth, who was, I think he was attending yeah. a water management district meeting, and they caught Texting, him looking at his tablet. His yeah, no, he was looking at a uh, either an oh, advertisement or a Jane Fonda workout tape. No, it was plastic surgery. That's it. Right. No, there it is, yeah. And we were trying to figure out, I was there, and we were trying to figure out, what's he doing? He's not listening to any of the constituents who are coming up there. And so I was looking around, and then I see on Facebook, ding! Chris Dorworth, like, uh, you know, butts on fire or whatever it was in the, uh, and it was some plastic surgery. Thing, yeah, so. Good enough. What's coming up in the next column? Any uh, idea? Tomorrow's, yeah, tomorrow's is a piece on Harriet Lake. Uh, oh, yeah. I know you, yeah. you talked about uh, before, and uh, a lot, I think a lot of people know that she gave millions and millions of dollars to both arts and uh, and uh, poor poor people, efforts to help them. But one of the part of the stories I'm telling you is that people do not know how she got her money. Her husband made it uh, on land deals. 
but didn't she didn't know they had the money. He got Alzheimer's, told her they were broke one day. Uh, she goes down to the bank, uh, says, what's going on with my account? I think we're broke. I need a few bucks to live. The bank says, oh, Miss Lake, you're not broke. Here's how much you have. She learns she'd never before set foot in the bank. Yeah. And this time, about uh, 15 years ago, she sees the amount and she goes, good Lord, nobody has any business having as much money as I do. I need to start giving it all away. Wow. That's what she did. Well, bless her heart. Years. She was, yeah. made a major contribution to the yeah. arts and other organizations. Organizations in, Absolutely. in this town. All right, we'll talk. Uh, we'll be reading the column and we'll uh, talk next week. Thanks for joining us. Looking forward to it. You yes, got sir, it. Thanks. All right, Scott Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. No shot doctor today, but when we come back, five minute professor on Real Radio 104.1.